0: Season 2, episode 45, our weekend episode. And, uh, oh, I'll tell you, I uh, I think I know, you know, in my last episode, I was talking about the uh, 21 Pilots burrito. Well, I got my 21 Pilots burrito. And we watched a little bit of the little pre-show. My son is upstairs right now, completely buried into his computer watching the live stream of 21 Pilots. So, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, you're going to like this episode. This is good, especially with uh, Pancho Cuero, because I think my favorite part was the uh, dad joke that I flew past him that he completely missed. It's just right over the top. (laughs) But uh, hey, it's boys night tonight. The wife and the mother-in-law decided to leave the state and go out with some girlfriends and do a little sightseeing and touring. So just me and the boy here tonight. So, um, but uh, I'm still looking forward to my bachelor week coming up here uh, in the early part of June because the whole family is going to the beach and I'm staying right here. And you might think, oh, no, don't pity me. No, 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 no. I didn't want to go to the beach because I particularly don't feel like coming back basically feeling like a raisin. So, I'll be here. I'm going to enjoy my time by myself. I'm going to leave the toilet seats up. I'm going to not pick up after myself and I'm not going to make the bed. Well, at least until the day before everybody gets home. So, (laughs) yes, I enjoy my stupid world. I think you will too.
1: Okay, he's too stupid to talk and too ugly to eat. Because it's a great...
0: Given a piece of his mind to so many people, it's a wonder there's a mind left. It's Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World. Well, welcome, welcome to the weekend episode of My Stupid World. I'm Eric Lane, glad that you can join in on the stupidity. And you can also join in uh, stupidity uh, when we have um, discussions on our Telegram channel. Also, you know, you can uh, just... uh, Type in t.me slash insane Eric Lane. That's E R I K L A N E. Okay. t.me slash insane Eric Lane. And if you don't have Telegram, you can download the app from there, desktop version, or you you can probably just get uh, Telegram from your app store. But uh, you get real time updates <clears throat> on the podcast and links to check out some of the stupid stories you hear about, of course. And always you can drop in your comment on what you've heard or read or even share some of the stupidity with your friends. Join in the discussion, download the app, and have fun, I guess. I actually have to get some more links put up there. I haven't really had a chance to do that yet. We've had quite a busy week. Um, But look, if, if you've ever thought you maybe have done something really stupid, I'm sure by the time you finish this podcast, your attitude will be slightly improved. So, hey, Share this podcast with somebody who might be feeling the same way you were. Just remember, this is one of two episodes every week. This is the weekend episode. So we got my insane Florida nephew, Pancho Guerrero, coming up here in the next segment. But the midweek bonus version, we've got the Insane Weekend Review and the Genius Awards for those of the brilliant stupidity. And of course, later on in this episode, we'll have the Insane Game Show. And oh, there's some real good ones this time, I can promise you. So, anyway, any case. So, don't forget, hit that subscribe button, too, okay? So you can always get a stupid fix every time we get a new episode out. You don't want to miss things like this, okay? We've got superheroes out here, folks. And it's in my home state of Arkansas. That's right. A local superhero vowing to hunt the serial slasher in Arkansas. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, apparently... Superheroes really do exist. This uh, mask vigilante known as Shadow Vision has acted as a protector of the people in Little Rock for nearly a decade. Now, he's known for walking the streets, greeting fans, and wearing a full black armored outfit and helmet, vowing to protect the streets and whatever cost. Okay, well, now the superhero is promised a residence. He's going to go after a criminal that's at large, which has become notorious in the area. Police believe the serial stabber has carried out four attacks, three of which have been resulting in deaths. Shadow Shadow Vision! Vision. (laughs) Recently wrote on his Facebook page, I know that the serial stabber is keeping an eye on my page here, so this is a threat to you. When I find you, I will show you what I do to serial killers. I am hunting you right now. Now, and another comment, he also wrote, I'm only here to help. The people need someone to bring them hope, and I fight for the people. Yeah, okay. Well, the Arkansas Times notes that, the hero claims to have uh, stopped a couple of armed robberies and also has exterminated two serial killers but now those claims still remain unverified uh, you know it reminds me of the old radio show back in the 40s the shadow knows yeah really and it was an actual you know back before they had television all their entertainment was on radio and it was a radio drama
1: called the shadow <music> evil lurks in the hearts
0: of men. The Shadow Knows. <laughs> oh yeah, anyway. <laughs> hey, now we got one as a real superhero. Cool. Well, you might think the guy seems to be pretty confident to go after a serial stabber in, you know, in Little Rock, huh? Yeah, well, some people are truly overconfident, you know? Not necessarily in a good way. The Ocala, Florida Police Department says that the manager at the Country Inn and Suites saw 42-year-old Melody Carr in a two-piece bathing suit at the hotel's pool and, uh, well, since she didn't recall her ever checking into the hotel well she asked her for her room number police say car got irate and refused to provide her room number and huh, stormed off in a huff the manager called police to report car trespassing but when they arrived she was walking a dog at the la quinta inn and suites which is nearby so when they confronted her, car became verbally aggressive and told police to leave her alone because she wasn't doing anything wrong and the manager at the hotel had called them because she was jealous that her body looked so good. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think I could do that. She also claimed her boyfriend had rented a room at Country Inn and Suites, but they got into a big argument so she left and she was only at the hotel because her car wasn't working. A car was told she needed to move her car from the hotel because she was trespassing and it would be towed. Officers then watched his car jump the fence to get her vehicle and burn the tires as she pulled into a parking lot that was directly in front of the one she had been in, but was located on the property of a gas station. So when police confronted her, they noticed her breath smelled strangely like booze. Yeah, you know, I had a feeling that was going to show up somewhere in the story. She admitted she just had one drink, but couldn't explain why she was visibly drunk either. So they arrested her on disorderly intoxication. Hmm. I'm sure she didn't like that either. (laughs) Well, I don't know. know. She, She definitely got canceled by the police, but some people tried to paint this whole cancel culture as some kind of liberal disease. But the fact is everybody does it here's a case in point you remember the silver spoon superstar ricky schroeder but don't call him little ricky no he doesn't like that don't call him little ricky well he threw a hissy fit at costco because they told him he had to wear a mask
1: why aren't you letting me in because in the state of california in the county of los angeles and there had costco. been no and Costco. There's been no change yes, to our mask been. policy. Nationwide Costco yeah. has said you don't wear, need to wear a mask. Actually, that's not accurate. What, what is accurate? The mandate in California has not changed. There does seem to be the possibility that in June, that's a date that California, I oh, know, is looking If they allow else. us, if they grant us that, our kings, the people in power, you're going to listen to these people? Well, I know they've destroyed our economy. Well, they're sir, destroying they're our culture. They're destroying our state. I see. And you're just going to listen to their rules. What we are going to do is simply follow the guidelines. I'm getting my refund from Costco. I suggest everybody in California get their refund from Costco. Give up your membership to Costco until they remove this.
0: Yes, the CDC now says you don't have to wear a mask if you're vaccinated, but there's still a mask mandate in California. And frankly, even if there wasn't, it's still Costco's right to require them. So... Ricky made sure to record himself getting a refund at his Costco for his Costco membership and telling all of his fans, "I suggest everybody in California get their refund from Costco. Give up your membership to Costco until they remove this." Yeah, maybe it's time to uh, give away another um, STFU Award of the Day. You know, that's the shut up, shut the freak up. Yeah, that's my version. Yes. So, yes, the STFU award of the day. So, congratulations to the Hollywood star, Don't Call Me Ricky Schroeder, and his brave confrontation with the person who works at Costco. Ricky. This is for you for verbally blasting the guy who didn't have Silver Spoon's money when he was
1: younger. If they grant us that, our king? Shut up! The people in power? Shut up. They're destroying our state. Shut your pie hole! We're working here! I'm getting my refund from Costco. Shut up! I suggest everybody in California get their refund from Costco. Shut up! Give up your membership to Costco. Shut up! Shut your stupid hole! Until they remove this. <laughs> Why don't you shut up?
0: And I'll be sure to post the video of the whole little rant on our Telegram channel. So make sure you get on that Telegram channel and check that out. Because it's worth checking out. It really is. Yeah. Oh, and I might also add, Little Ricky did come back later and um, have his mea culpa. And apologize for his stupid behavior. Oh, just... I don't know, guys. It's just getting so stupid, I just need the world to stop. So I can jump off for a little bit. You know, because look, if the future requires us to understand cryptocurrency for one thing, might as well just throw in the towel today. Okay, I still don't get it. Now we, you know, we had we had uh, Bitcoin. Now we got Dogecoin. I don't know what else is next. But now we got Cara Delevingne. Uh, okay, Cara Delevingne, she's the model and actress from the Suicide Squad. She's selling her very first NFT. And guess what it is? It's a video of her from about the shoulders up. She looks like she could quite possibly be naked. And she's talking about her vagina. Uh She says, my first word was mine, to me. That means something that is most mine, my vagina, I own it, it's mine, and no one else's, I choose what I can do with it, and no one can take that away from me, that's it, yeah, that's the whole thing, and you can watch it anytime you want on her Instagram, without spending a dime, the NFT represents the official version of it. So, for whatever reason, it's worth a lot more than the millions of exact copies it could potentially be floating around out there in cyberspace. Of course, the good news is she's doing this to raise money for her foundation, which supports women's empowerment, COVID relief, LGBTQIA plus organizations, environmental causes, and fighting institutional racism well it's always nice to know that talking about your lady parts is benefiting an honorable cause wonder how much money i could talk i could raise talking about my junk in the trunk i don't know they might end up well it may end up having some nonprofit to have to lose money i don't know Anyway, well, some people really have got their priorities screwed up. If you didn't think that was a good example, I got one for you here. Police in Phoenix, Arizona, they put out an amber alert for an 18-month-old child, okay, after a couple reported their baby had been taken when their truck was stolen. So, police did a intensive search for the baby. Well, they found the truck, but there was no child inside. Then they quickly determined that 37-year-old James Wagner and 40-year-old Stormy Wagner had fabricated the missing child so, well, they could speed up the police response to get their truck back. Phoenix police tweeted about the incident. They wrote, The resources used during this investigation worked tirelessly to find an alleged kidnapped baby. With the facts as we know them, the suspects will now be arrested and booked for false reporting to law enforcement. Hey, but the good news is, they still got their truck. I love my truck. It's right outside. Oh, wait, never mind. (laughs) Good grief. And guess what? I think they should also have their parenting permit suspended for the rest of their life. I think we'd be a lot better if everybody was given a parenting permit. Then, if you make a stupid mistake like that, you get it suspended. Every, you know? Listen to this. Okay, I, I love this. Okay, because when you stay in hotels, you're liable to see a whole lot of anything. There's just you've just got you run the gamut of the good and the bad and the ugly of modern human existence. <clears throat> so, early last year. A woman living in one of those long-stay hotels in a Chicago suburb, she moved in and had three rabbits. One was neutered, and then there was an unneutered male and a female, according to the animal rescue workers. Now, what happened next was, well, entirely predictable. Um, some 47 rabbits, and some of them pregnant, were removed from that same room after the woman finally decided she could no longer cope with the bunny population explosion, according to WGN-TV. With uh, cleaning services suspended because of the pandemic, and there was a do not disturb sign on the door at all times, the hotel had no clue that there were 47 rabbits residing inside that hotel room. And probably increasing now that you consider they have some with child. I get the feeling that this woman probably never did well in biology. Let me just make a wild guess here, okay? I'll bet that room smelled fantastic. <laughs> mm. All she needed maybe was to get one of those um, vagina candles. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. I mean... Um, this, I, 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 I've I heard people wanting to go. What, is it up to Oregon? Is it Bend, Oregon? The last, or maybe, maybe it's not even Bend, or maybe it's in Alaska. There's like the one last remaining blockbuster video store. And people are like, it's like a tourist attraction. So I don't know. Aside from that, I don't really know if there's any legit video rental stores remaining in America, really. Or maybe they're just fronts for criminal activity. I don't know. But there's a, an owner of a, video, of a video store in Massachusetts who's facing charges now for allegedly hiring people to shoplift from other stores and then selling the stuff on eBay. Uh, John DePleese owns a place called Adopt-A-Video in Leominister, Massachusetts, or Liam Minster, I guess that's how you pronounce it. It's about 50 miles west of Boston. And obviously he couldn't sell his own products because who's going to buy them? The cops had been watching him for at least a year, finally arrested him. They say he had 26 different people working for him, who allegedly stole stuff from uh, stores like uh, Walmart and Target, Home Depot, CBS. Not really clear how long he's been at it. But they say the man made over a million dollars in profit. I think I have found the wrong vocation. Well, when they searched his home and business, they found over 5,000 items worth more than a half million bucks. He's facing charges now for receiving stolen property and running an organized crime ring. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Vinny, where's my cut, huh? What an idiot. Well, there's another idiot in Florida who's facing charges for armed burglary. But he wasn't actually armed when it started. See uh, how this went down Uh, recently. A man in St. Petersburg wakes up at 745 in the morning, walks into his living room to start to go to work. But he noticed his laptop was missing. Then he realized the burglar was still in his kitchen. The guy who broke in was 24-year-old, Damien Grady, and he was armed with a samurai sword that he found inside the house. It was actually a replica the guy had up as a decoration. Well, Damien ended up stealing the guy's truck, but first, he made him put all of his valuables in a hamper and then loaded it into the truck for him. But the cops were, well, pretty easily able to track Damien down. You know why? Because he made it easy for him. Because while he was... You know, worrying about what he was going to steal, he left his phone behind with pictures of himself on it. Uh, right. He's, let me tell you something, he's, he's, he's gunning for a genius award, folks. So cops eventually found the sword, too, with his fingerprints on the handle and arrested him. He's facing charges, of course, for armed burglary, carjacking, and resisting arrest. There you go. Leaving your cell phone at the scene of the crime. Completely stupid. Boneheaded. I can't believe it. I bet it was an iPhone 11. It's Probably an iPhone 11. I bet you that's what it was. You know, because that number would probably match his IQ. <laughs> I also like the fact he used a sword and then left that behind so they could get his fingerprints. Yeah, I would say this guy was a complete samurai jack ass. I don't know. What would you think? Sometimes you just make it so easy. It's a cakewalk for the cops. It really is. Well, this guy, he's been on a cakewalk for a long time, making money hand over fist. You know, it's the guy that you see always popping up on religious TV shows. The filthy rich pastor, Joel Osteen. Well, check this out. Joel Olstein. I'm not a fan of Joel Osteen. Just want you to know that. I'm not a fan of him at all. Okay? Well, Joel Olstein, he gave the internet so much material. When he went on the Today Show recently, and he said this. Just start the day off in peace. In other words, start it grateful, not getting up rushing. I got to get the kids and I'm
2: worried about these problems. and I got to deal with this. But I think you need to have some time to just come back to a to a place of peace where you're grateful. Think about what's right, not what's wrong. Focus on what you do have, not what you don't have. Mm -hmm. I find when I start the day in peace, when I when I get focused that way, it'll make the day go much better.
0: And the Twitter reactions were brutal. I loved it. Like one that said, he owns a mansion, Ferrari, and a jet. He took a $4.4 million federal PPP loan. His net worth is estimated at $100 million. Perhaps thou focus too much, Joel. Another tweet said, This from the con man phony who runs a mega church and lives in a mansion. Platitudes for the masses and money for him. And then there's a woman also pointed out that joel olstein was the one who quote wouldn't let anyone stay in his church when a hurricane had just taken their homes now that did happen in houston after hurricane harvey back in 2017 you remember that he was eventually shamed into you know doing the right thing yeah some people i don't know who's more stupid joel olstein or the morons that gave him the hundred million bucks Mm. i don't know he's either clever or crazy I don't know. what they? But not quite as crazy as a woman who staged a fake wedding to get back at her ex. Does this guy feel burned now or like he maybe dodged a major bullet? This 24-year-old woman in Germany, her name is Sarah Villard, blowing up TikTok after revealing she got back at her ex by staging a fake wedding to make him jealous. She actually fo- posted fake wedding photos on Instagram three months after they broke up. So it looked like she literally like fell in love and moved on immediately. And she really committed herself to this thing too. Now she won't she won't reveal how much she spent. But she bought a dress, she hired a photographer, she got her hair done, she bought a bouquet, she put her friend in a bridesmaid's dress, and even hired a fake groom. I mean, she's she's hardcore. One of the photos shows him walking up this big staircase, holding hands. And there's another one where she and the bridesmaid are inside of the reception hall. She says it happened in 2019, but now she's just now talking about it. And even she admits "Eh, it was a little crazy, but it also worked. Her ex sent a bunch of angry texts when he saw the photos. He called like five times. She didn't answer. And he assumed she cheated on him. But she told him it just happened really fast. It really did. it just happened really fast. Of course, <clears throat> in real life she says she's still single. And she's probably gonna stay single because there's not gonna be a man in Europe that's gonna wanna get near her. I hope she gets therapy as fake as the wedding present. <laughs> totally committed to that, I mean, I'm telling you, she even even plans to write fake thank you notes and for all the fake wedding presents too, I guess. I don't know. Well anyway, here here's a woman that definitely found something a little weird. She is a TikTok user going by the name of Angelica. She recently posted about how uh, her and uh, her new kitten, that she had, she had a new kitten, and well, you know how kittens are, they running around exploring and must have gotten hidden somewhere in her home. So she's running around all over the house looking for the little animal, and the woman and her boyfriend, well, found a hole kind of underneath one of the kitchen cabinets there along the baseboards below the cabinets. So when they looked inside, she takes her her camera on her phone, turns the light on, they zoom it in, and they look inside. Well, they looked inside underneath the cabinet. They said they found a little piece of paper on the wall with like weird drawings on it. And to make the situation even more mysterious, the paper that the symbols were drawn on apparently... covering up some strange hole in the wall. So, now since originally uploading the video, this thing has been viewed over like 10 million times. Okay, Angelica has posted several follow-up videos, including one where she reveals that the piece of paper placed over the hole in, in the wall. And now the hole apparently led to the wall behind the bathroom and the interior parts of the bathtub were visible. So when the couple explored behind the hole, all they really found were just a random piece of cardboard and a cup from 7-Eleven that appears to be like several years old. Well, then the couple then burned that paper to get rid of it. Now, there's been a lot of commenters that have saw the paper and the weird writing on the the paper. Well, they claim they deciphered the images that were written on that paper, and they say that they, they might mean that area is cursed. While others claim the images just look more innocent, I don't know. I I have a theory though. Maybe maybe the drawings are the work of the cat. You ever thought about that? I don't know. Maybe just to be safe and make things right, I'd just hire a contractor, maybe even an exorcist. Everybody has a little stupidity in their world, and frankly, I would love to hear about it. Now, if you got a great story from your stupid world, or if you want to respond to one of my stupid stories, let me hear from you. Contact me at shoutout at insaneericlane.com. Or, if you have a question... Maybe a comment about something that I've said or that you've heard. Or if you want to tell of some of your own first-hand experiences of stupidity that you've encountered, I'd love to hear from you, too. You can record a message for me at podcast.insaneericlane.com. I might even actually use your feedback on an upcoming episode. Of course, if you haven't done so already, and frankly, I fail to see why you haven't, you should follow me on social media, on Facebook, or on Twitter, just by searching out the handle at Insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E.
1: Meet me in the shade of the sunshine tree, pretty little Florida sunshine tree, in the shade of the sunshine tree.
0: So what is this new leap we've turned over here to this week? Oh, gosh. Well, I've been trying to just stay alive. Uh-oh. Well, is that why you're calling yourself Pancho Inferno this time? <laughs> well, not
2: Inferno. Infermo. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm not, I've not become Constantine yet, but uh, I, I have um, gone down the road of sinus infections. So.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you should just do what I do. I just had my sinus surgically removed.
2: <laughs> oh gosh, If I am I gonna do that? I would love to. Yeah,
0: well, you didn't get the joke. Uh, well, you talking about your brain? No, get your sinuses surgically removed. You're gonna have to
2: explain this one.
0: What are your sinuses? Your 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 what? air passages behind right. your face. So, what are they?
2: Um, I I, I mean,
0: oh oh, you're overthinking.
2: I, oh, I'm overthinking.
0: That's it's your air
2: passages that you breathe through behind your face.
0: That is what they
2: are.
0: So they're basically holes in your head.
2: You got holes in your head.
0: Yeah. So if you get your sinuses surgically removed, it's kind of like cutting out a donut hole.
2: Yeah. Okay. I suppose. I, you know, I think that going
0: with the brain being
2: removed would have fit for you anyway. You're you're dealing. Uh, That's that's my, maybe my sick brain is just, it feels like my whole, feels like I've gone through sinus removal surgery this past week. Well.
0: It is. It is your uncle's sick humor, is what it is. <laughs> oh, that's so. <laughs> so, uh, it, it's a dad joke that usually you've got to be intelligent to figure that dad joke out.
2: Well, I was. Well, I was thinking that maybe if I could like bomb this joke for you, I could make you look horribly unfunny. But uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yes, quick on your thinking, poncho. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs>
2: This is Pancho so, Gueno, by the way, the insane Florida correspondent.
0: Yes, indeed. Indeed. So, <laughs> so it sounds like your roommate is crying.
2: Yeah, you know, he is going to bed, which means he is uh, he's got a, a nice routine of happy and then crying through a big fit, like like almost like he was gonna be sacrificed. And then he gets really happy and cute again and, and smiling when he gets right to bed. So
0: yeah. I don't yeah. know.
2: He, he has some pretty uh, interesting habits to say the least um, when they get
0: when they get older they have interesting habits too. <laughs> I
2: believe so I've heard some stories from yours so uh, <laughs> but look like, you know if you're like me um, you know when I, when I was in college at least I, I had a lot of roommates. Um, anyone who's lived with a stranger knows that word is fitting um, and, and that, that people really are strange, right uh huh? And yep. so, I guess this poses the question: What's the stupidest thing that you've ever caught a roommate doing? Oh, and, uh, give me well,
0: five minutes.
2: <laughs> here's some of the funniest answers uh, I've seen, and then maybe we could both share the one that comes to our mind the most. Um, number one here: some of these are really good, by the way. I uh, no, I, I will say I, I kind of, you know, used Mrs. Poncho to um, bounce some of these off and see, and I, I think that her conclusion with each one of these is that. A lot of people have roommates that enjoy the bud in both the uh, the smoking and the drinking kind of way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, number one, we've got someone found their roommate lying on the kitchen floor making snow angels. <laughs> and when they asked why, he said he was just getting himself dirty before he took a shower.
0: Yeah. Uh, it makes perfectly good sense to me. You want to <laughs> see progress. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, number two,
2: man, maybe he <laughs> thinks he could be like a dustpan or like a sponge. <laughs> number two, someone got home from work early and found the roommate playing video games and nothing but tiny whities and a motorcycle helmet. <laughs> and yes, it was a racing game.
0: Yeah, well, just as long as he didn't have his hand on the uh, stick shift, you know what I mean? <laughs> right.
2: Uh, number three here, I caught my roommate pouring a giant pot of beans into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh.
1: Now,
2: number four, in in, uh, in a place with two showers that weren't being used, someone caught the roommate washing her hair in the kitchen sink without taking the dirty dishes out, oh. and she was also naked. Oh, that's always the best part, <laughs> right? You don't want to get your clothes all wet,
1: yeah,
2: now, and, and you definitely don't want to get dirty dishes all over your clothes.
0: Oh no, uh, or hair, or in maybe. your hair.
2: You know, knowing Mrs. Poncho, she'd probably rather the dirty dishes over her clothes than her hair, probably. Yes. Um, <laughs> now, number five, I walked in on my roommate's girlfriend shaving his butt for him. <laughs> 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 now, you know, I will say Mrs. Poncho to this, and she says, no, that's true love there, I guess. Oh uh, Well,
0: either that or I, he, If he's Italian, they'd be shaving his back that's true right I, like,
2: if, if that's true love then I guess I've never experienced it yet maybe <laughs> one day <laughs> number six a woman caught her roommate using her hair dryer to dry off his junk ah nice yes yeah, it does um, feel
0: good I will say
2: that I mean I, that's I, kind of strange still I don't know number seven here, <laughs> my roommate would occasionally sleep in the fetal position but upright and on his knees So they nicknamed him the snail.
0: Interesting. It's like a horse sleeps standing up too, you know?
2: I I mean, I guess there's gotta be some kind of deeper psychological thing going on there. And um, (laughs) number eight, a guy was caught licking a plate clean and putting it back in the cupboard. (laughs) That worked for the dog. (laughs) Right. Uh, That would be, Oh no, thank you. So, I mean, look, I had some bad roommates uh, back in my time that, I, for me, the main issue was roommates that would never do their own dishes. Oh, yeah. And so I couldn't cook because if I cooked, it would require me cleaning up all of their dishes to yep. have any hope of actually doing my own dishes after I cooked. And yep. then even when I did cook, uh, they would just skim food off of me instead. And, and I they, they they didn't have a job and would stay home and just eat a lot more than I ate. In general anyway and so i would come home and and the food that i had planned for lunch or dinner right before i went to work straight from college to one of my two jobs and i wouldn't have dinner because they ate it and, and so i got <laughs> fed up with that and i finally was like dude guys just don't eat eat the food if you haven't bought it and cooked it said, oh well be in my other roommate here we have like a thing where we both love i'm like that's great you d- neither of you have jobs i need my <laughs> food when i go to work and this is and so i'm sort of writing my name on, on some stuff in there and then <laughs> within within like the very next day i see his name written on another thing that he had intentionally gotten out and gotten a duplicate bottle of soda so he could write his name on it and say anyone can have this one i'm like oh my god and i was like how childish do you have to be this guy was a couple years older than me even and i couldn't imagine how childish this guy was so it was uh a night it was it was stupidity but i think i would have preferred one of these
0: well yeah i i've had roommates that would not do the dishes and i owned all of the dishes and they still wouldn't them. they they were mounded mounded up in the sink literally i think there was stuff growing down there somewhere you know so i fixed this little red wagon okay i come home from work i saw just the i mean there was not a single clean dish in the entire apartment and it was beginning to have a slight aroma in the kitchen sink also oh yeah So. I I decided, okay, I'll hold my nose, I'll put on the hazmat suit, and I'll clean the dishes. Then I put all of the dishes, all of the silverware, everything in the cupboards. I went to Walmart, bought a bike chain and a lock, and ran the bike chain through the handles and locked them up. (laughs) I came home from work the next day, he was eating off of a paper plate. (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) Yeah, well, the one that comes to mind with me This guy, this guy was a goofball to start with. Uh, I heard later on that uh, I guess his own family got so tired of him, they made him sleep in the chicken coop one night at his house. Uh. But he he goes out and buys this CB radio base station. Okay, now this is back in the early 90s. And, you know, when you mount these the antennas for the CB base stations, you got to have to put it on a 15 foot pole because it's a huge antenna. OK, but we didn't have room for that at our little upstairs apartment, which basically was like an older house. that was like squared off in four living quarters. OK, so what does this moron do? He sticks the base antenna outside the kitchen window right above the landlord's apartment below. So literally every time he'd get on the CB and go breaker one nine, hey, breaker breaker, it would come out on the landlord's TV every single time. <laughs> So and so after several months of this blockhead, I decided to throw him out on his ear at one o'clock in the morning when I got home from doing my radio show. It was either going to be that or I was gonna plan his funeral, one or the other, okay? I mean, we definitely would it would and it would be a real funeral one, except of the except unlike the fake funeral that this one woman did with her roommate, otherwise known as her husband. Okay. And I'm not really sure if this was just a prank or maybe extreme revenge. I'm not sure. But either way. It was pretty stupid, pretty crazy, okay? This woman named Thea Loveridge, which is an odd name for this story, posted a TikTok video about how she got revenge on her ex-boyfriend's mistress, okay? She says that right after that she and her ex-boyfriend had this baby, she found out he'd been cheating on her the whole time with his ex-girlfriend. So she broke up with him. Then he went to jail, but the guy's mistress kept sending him messages trying to figure out why he wasn't contacting her. So Thea tells the woman he was dead. Okay. Even staged a fake funeral.
1: I found out that he was cheating on me the whole time I was pregnant
0: with his ex-girlfriend. And he ended up going to jail shortly after. She was messaging
2: him, trying to figure out where he was, like all confused why he wasn't talking to her. So I messaged her and told her um, that he was dead. And we had a fake funeral and everything. And it's been three years since she still thinks he's dead. And um, she posts little um, tributes every year on her Facebook page to the love of her life. Oh,
0: so now, three years later, she says the mistress still posts on Facebook about how much she misses him and how sad she is that she couldn't save him. Uh, Thea's video is actually going viral right now. So I guess this is probably going to be, you know, when the mistress finally finds out the truth.
2: Oh man, that is a that's a great prank. I mean, look, it kind of sounds like both people got what was coming to them. I'm not (laughs) a fan of cheaters.
0: (laughs) Oh man, I I'm not that creative to pull something like that, but I can be pretty vindictive, (laughs) right? Oh
2: my gosh, well that is uh, you know, that's some pretty genius level pranks right there. And um, um. I mean, like, instead of throwing your husband under the bus, you might say she threw him under the ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, look here. So I've got one guy that had the stupid idea of throwing his wife under the bus so he could swipe a few cold ones from the local convenience store. Ah. Um, back to the bud here. We, we got this. Uh, well, see, it really seems like a convoluted way to steal like two hundred dollars. There was a guy in Delhi Township, Ohio, who stole 14 cases of Bud Light from a Kroger grocery store. And he rolled the shopping cart back inside and then tried to return all the Bud Light because, well, as he told the staff, his wife bought the wrong beer. Oh. Nothing like throwing your spouse under the bus. Uh, right. no, look, the employees, they couldn't confirm his story, so the guy stormed out with all of the Bud Light. And when the store locked it, the surveil- or looked at the surveillance footage. They figured out what happened, and they called the cops. <laughs> so now, now the cops are trying to track down this guy.
0: <laughs> oh, nice! I, well, you know, uh, when you get married, you, you gotta you know commit yourself for thick or thin. You know, sickness and health, and also when you're committing a crime, I guess you need to write that into the vows. <laughs> right, I'm telling oh, man. you. You know, they, I couldn't imagine. It's like, wait, wait,
2: wait, I, I accidentally stole the wrong beer. <laughs> For, forget the Miller high life. You got the the Miller low life there. Oh, you
0: got that right. You got that right. I, yeah, well, I guess cops are kind of used to, you know, connecting all the dots, you know, trying to put together a crime. And I like the ones that really kind of solve themselves. I mean, some of these crimes are more complicated than others. But, I mean, you got to know the sense of euphoria that the cops feel when that crime is actually you know, solved itself already, and some of them have all the dots connected for them. Or even in this case, the crime was solved before the dots were even drawn. Now, I mean, there's no crime fighting, you know, quite like those accidental crime fighting. Okay. Now, this is in Clayton, New North Carolina, where police got a call early one morning, about 5:18 in the morning, about some crash out on the highway. So when they get there, they found a 19-year-old dude named uh, Yaquan y- y- Merritt. I guess you pronounce it Yaquan or Jaquan or something. But anyway, I'm going to call him Yaquan. He says he uh, he pulled over to change his tire. But then a car, he got smacked by a tractor trailer, I guess. The car got smacked. And then the cops noticed a bunch of stolen stuff inside the car. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> and they found out that J- Yaquan... Had actually broken into 16 cars that night and stolen stuff out of them. Okay. So these people were actually robbed and they were still asleep and had no idea. <laughs> so, so the cops managed to solve 16 crimes before they were ever reported. Isn't that <laughs> amazing? I mean, oh, that's they incredible. Should, they should get keys to the city. I guess Yaquan then was charged with breaking and entering the motor vehicles. That's just, it's oh, yeah. crazy.
2: <laughs> that tractor trailer, it, it, the unsung hero there. You got that one. Right. I, I mean, who knows? Was it a hit and run? I didn't hear anything about them saying <laughs> that. <there. laughs> yes. Yes. Hit and what? One crime. Um, I, I mean, I, look, if that was a hit and run from the tractor trailer, I think that he more than made up for the uh, the crime. You know, one one sin covering the sin of another, I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, made I would- mean,
0: I guess you could call that a hit-and-one. and one.
2: <laughs> Hitting jay
1: That's
2: <Kwan>. yeah. uh, <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Uh, look, you know, so, sometimes not only do cases solve themselves, uh, how incredible that is, but yeah. um, you know, some crimes are solved by the crafty victims who bait a trap. Mm-hmm. And well, I guess you might say that's how the cookie crumbles. And <laughs> yeah. it was literally like that in this clever trick here. I thought this was great when I read this. This is uh, about the most genius wanted poster you could make, right? Yeah. The, the Canfora Bakery in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. They recently were robbed, and this guy broke in and stole cash, equipment, and things like that from them. But the surveillance cameras did get a good few decent shots of the guy. And the, but the cops, they couldn't identify him. So people at the bakery get this great idea and decide that they will spread the picture of, of him around by doing what they do best baking cookies and and I uh, good so they they put his picture onto the sugar cookies. Nice. And then they give out the sugar cookies for free <laughs> and the amazing thing is that it worked. They, <laughs> <laughs> so they posted on their Facebook page that he was identified and the police now know who he is and they're tracking him down. That
0: is genius. That is oh, so yeah. I mean, you know, and the, and the weird thing is these days, you know, they can do that because they have these digital printers that print the icing like a photograph. Oh, yeah. I mean, when, uh... when, when my son had, <laughs> had his graduation, they put the entire class photo on this huge sheet cake. And it's like everybody wanted to come and cut their face out.
2: I want to eat you up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but I mean really that's that's like that's pure gold right there. I mean I mean I
2: want to know if the guy actually got a cookie like what would you do if you picked up a cookie that had your face on it
0: committing oh, yeah. a felony? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That would be a, that would be even better. That would have probably been the best uh, the best ending to that story. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. I mean, the only way, though, that this could probably be any more clever is if these cookies were sold with a carton of milk and the suspect's picture was on the carton of milk. You know, I mean, you don't remember that, do you? When they would put, you know, like missing children on the cartons of milk.
2: I, I remember the trope like I, I've seen it a lot in movies and uh, yeah, like cartoons, TV shows. But I don't think they actually did the milk thing. So at least yeah. if they did, I was too young to remember.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, well, sometimes I guess you just get lucky and you have the, 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 the solved crime literally like drop right in your lap. Of course, if you're living in Australia, well, there was something else being dropped. Nothing close to being anything solved or anything, you know, but it was creating a few more problems than it was actually resolving. OK, and in fact, parts of Australia down in the land down under uh they're having a bad rodent issue okay and kind of like you know we talked about having mice and rodents last time i think didn't we so uh, yeah
2: yeah
0: yeah well any may, maybe it's not as bad as you think i mean i, I will say this just to, a little aside i was listening to the podcast with um uh duck dynasties jace robertson and and phil robertson and jace was talking about that uh, here recently his whole house got infested by about 15 bats Oh. And he, he had to like, resort to getting a boat oar and start swatting the bats with a boat oar, like knocked everything over in his bedroom, trying to get the bats out of his house. Well, these are not bats. They're flying rodents called mice. Okay. And well, the, the residents are sharing their horror stories of these encounters. And this journalist from the Australian Broadcasting Corporation named uh, Lucy Thackeray shared this video to Twitter, appears to show some of these rodents, well, they're not really flying like bats, but they're raining down from the sky. Okay, well, you look at this, I'm like, my gosh, these, who, are they dropping out of a plane? What's going on? These, these, these mice are like falling out. So it, it, it turns, it, 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 the video turns out to be, they're, they're, they're living mice and dead mice, all falling to the ground as a New South Wales farmer was cleaning out their silo. So you have this, you know, the the this big contraption that's, you know, taking things out of the silo. Normally you'd see grain coming out of the silo, but you don't see grain. You see mice. <laughs> okay. She Ooh. captions the post: even if grains in silos, mice can get to it. Like Tyler Jones discovered in Tullamore when cleaning out the auger, and it started raining mice. Now I suddenly, whenever I saw that, I thought that you remember that that song from Broadway? It's raining men. <laughs> oh yeah. It's raining, mice. You know, anyway. So the mice have been, I guess, running amok all across in- inland in New South Wales and southern Queensland. So, but can you imagine? I mean, that would be a great, that would be a great prank for someone's wife. Just hey honey, could oh. you stand
2: underneath here somewhere? Well, I could see your dad trying to pull that
0: on your mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, Actually, I, I, some, actually well the funny thing is that uh the best story I think even that your mom might even told the story but my mom she didn't have mice drop on her but she had bird poop
2: I've <laughs> I've heard the the bird poop uh snakes being yep. uh, run yep. at her dead snakes as well <laughs> as a frog jumping I I guess you could say it was like it was raining if it jumped from the back seat over into yeah. her lap <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> I um, I suppose that the best way to catch uh, you know a bunch of raining mice is by releasing a a, a nice cloud formation full of cats and dogs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's raining cats and dogs so get rid of the raining mice.
2: it's it, it a domino effect from there. What 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 next, you know? Yeah. Um look I, so, I I looked at the video and that is um, not not a pleasant sight, I guess I would say i'd say unnerving um, I, would, I would say unnerving you, you might say there are times when things just drop in on you uh, and it creates <laughs> a bit of havoc over the over the pandemic here many judges have had to deal with the zoom hearings uh and there's been some real memorable examples of what's dropped in during the video conference actually no lie just today my my best friend is a lawyer and uh in jacksonville he um was on a video call today he said and he yeah, no. I had to check and make sure this wasn't my mother-in-law, because it sounds just like my mother-in-law. <laughs> he says there's this um, a, a woman who, I think she's Mexican, only by the number of birds that she had. And I can attest to, <laughs> uh, to that with my in-laws. Um, he said, you pretty much heard, you know, see, tweets. Yes, <laughs> your honor, tweets, tweets. He's I couldn't, even, I couldn't hear what she was saying. There was just all these birds coming through on this call, oh, and uh, so I was dying. that—that yeah, that is like every phone call we have, pretty much, with with uh, Mrs. Poncho's mom. That's well, funny. Um, <laughs> Like there wasn't a cat filter in this one, but uh, this—the the username that this defendant decided to display for all of the cyber participants. Well, the judge, even though everyone else was laughing, the judge didn't seem to find it amusing one bit. Uh, here, Here's a viral video now. If you haven't seen it, it's pretty funny. Uh, it's about a minute long here on YouTube, and it shows a Michigan man in a Zoom court uh, with a username that was cracking everyone up except the judge. It's on <laughs> dailydots.com here. They reported how the crass name caused a ruckus in the, visual, in the virtual courtroom as St. Joseph County District Court Chief Judge Jeffrey Middleton questioned the man. Other trial attendees, including the lawyers, could not contain their laughter.
1: Then we'll bring this fool in. Good morning, sir. What's your name?
0: Nathaniel Saxon, sir.
1: Your name's not but 3000, you yo-ho. Logging into my court with that as your screen name? What kind of idiot logs into court like that? What's your name again? Nathaniel Saxon, sir, but I don't believe that I typed anything like that in. Well, that's what it says. Just I apologize. That that's just not. Yeah, me. you should. I'll put you in the waiting room. You can sit in limbo for a while and think about what you call yourself online.
2: But he then removed Saxton from the Zoom call and the absurdity of the video, which has received well over 180,000 views now. Now, now 180,001 views after me, I guess, on YouTube. <laughs> Grabbed the attention of commenters, right? Uh, so judicial types of zero sense of humor, right? That Kind of notorious for that sometimes. So makes it even funnier, uh, one commenter wrote. And then Middleton is no stranger to abnormal court meetings. If you remember here, we actually had a, uh, a uh, I guess, like a story that we featured here. Um, it has been two Zoom hearings that, that he's recorded and were posted online that went viral within the past year. The other being when the lawyer realized that an accused abuser was in the same house as the defendant. You know, he's one more incident away from getting his own syndicated judge-style Judy-style show. One user wrote of the Judge. I'd watch it, to be honest. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, call me crazy. I actually think his username was appropriate, mainly because that's what happens to most people when they go to court. And well, <laughs> if not if not in the courtroom, then it probably happens once they get land themselves in jail. Yeah. Right. Um, or <laughs> now by adding 3,000 to the end of the username man it sounds some like some kind of crazy machine you know like, like that one that John Travolta would use
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I, I I actually remember the story about the 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 dude that literally he had a PFF a P, PFA or whatever you know um, uh, against this uh, with this woman. She's in one room and she's acting really nervous. And I guess uh, the attorney finally told the judge on the Zoom meeting, uh, "We have to end this uh, hearing." And while they were in the Zoom meeting for the court, the cops were called and showed up at the house and took the guy out on the Zoom call. It was hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah. I, you
2: know, I was actually literally thinking about that—that that just I think earlier today.
0: Unbelievable. Well, did you see this uh, really stupid spaghetti dinner hack? Okay. I saw this and I thought, okay, I mean, I like spaghetti and I like having a lot of people over to eat dinner with spaghetti, but this is, well, this is, I won't call it, creative i will call it unique i mean it's a woman's hack i would
2: call it anxiety inducing (laughs) well
0: (laughs) oh this this woman's hack for making the spaghetti dinner for a whole group of people literally has blown up on the internet okay but it may be just because of how stupid it is okay she has an island it's got like a marble counter and she starts off and she pours the sauce the spaghetti the meatballs the parmesan cheese all on the kitchen counter okay and then she takes these tools and starts mixing it all up with the meatballs pastas and cheese and then she puts uh, like salad and bread next to it i mean i mean this this hack is amazing just listen to what what she's doing
2: it's on your countertop yeah this is how it works the next step is you need a meatball let's meet the balls okay this is so cool to feed a ton of people. You just go in a straight line. Yeah. And then you take your noodles. Oh my gosh. And you just dump it. Be a little hot, so be careful. Sure. You gotta mix it up, girl. Okay, let's mix it up. So? You just fold it in. Yep, just fold it in. Fold just it like in. That. How
1: delicious mm-hmm. is this? It looks so good.
0: Oh, uh, now, now, what I wanted you to do, I wanted you to show this to Mrs. Poncho, because I would love to see her reaction if somebody if she went to somebody's house and they're serving spaghetti on the on the kitchen island. Her, her jaw was pretty much on the floor,
2: and I'm, I'm pretty sure that it... Look, Mrs. Poncho likes a clean kitchen, and so I... I think that she just about had a conniption.
0: (laughs) So it's pretty safe that she would not be serving spaghetti like this.
2: No, no. (laughs) She would be ashamed
0: if if
2: we had guests come over and our counter looked like that.
0: (laughs) I mean, it was, it wasn't a, in honesty, it wasn't that sloppy, but it's just like, it's on the counter. I mean, and
2: I'm sure that she cleaned the counter, but there's just something about it that just doesn't feel clean or right.
0: Well, and and the thing about it is, for me, I want my spaghetti hot, and it just doesn't look like it would be that hot sitting out on the counter like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, that that too. You know, I I don't know. I don't. I, I definitely would not be go- going to this uh, this woman for any kind of advice on hosting dinner parties. I can tell you that. <laughs> no, I was thinking that this
2: would fit really well with that uh, that toilet punch that we we looked at a week <laughs> or two ago. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I never thought about
2: that, but you have a point. There's <laughs> like all these weird TikTok food
0: hacks that I'm just like, oh my gosh,
2: you can tell that that these people are not well adjusted to life.
0: <laughs> uh, you well, uh, you can tell these people I think have been locked down a little too long. Yeah, well, I
2: think that I think the point here is that don't go to TikTok for cooking advice or probably <laughs> advice in general.
0: <laughs> well, you know, we could ask we could ask Pancho for advice, okay? We we got Steve who sent some uh, questions for, for you. And I've never heard of this. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. Is it uh, kombucha? Kombucha. Kombucha. Aha. So Steve says, he goes, he's been making fun of his kids for, for paying. He says what I thought were for overpriced kombucha drinks until I tried them. And now I love them. I call it the booch which my kids despise. It makes it more fun <laughs> for me, he says. Okay. But I really like the taste. Also, I've been trying to quit soda, and I've been having a hard time, and this feels like a great alternative. Now, am I the only one late to this trend? I mean, do you have any recommended brands or flavors? Well, first off, I've never had kombucha. I don't know what it is, so you're going to have to educate me on that.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, um, th- First, you don't want to call yourself the Butch uh, if you're going to do that. Definitely pronounce it Butch. Uh, so kombucha is—it's um, kind of like a—it's a, uh, um, fermented, so it's kind of going to have like a vinegar-ish kind of. It's like a vinegar drink, but it, but it doesn't taste like vinegar. It's like a tea, okay. but it has a little carbonation because of that fermentation. But sometimes it, it can actually have a little bit of alcohol content, but usually. Less so than what a beer would even have, yeah. and oftentimes it's not even um, uh, alcoholic at all. Uh, it yeah. just depends. So it's got, got a little fizziness. It's got a little bit of that vinegar kind of taste, and but but it doesn't taste like vinegar. Again, I have to like stress that it, it doesn't. It, but it has like the the probiotic properties that vinegar yeah. type products might have, like a yogurt or something too. And so so it's so kind of it, like it's like a kind of kind of has like a little zing to it. It's got a zing it's probiotic and it, it's got some fizz but not even not not like a soda it's like a tea it's almost like like a, a a it's it's very similar to a blend between like a beer and a tea interesting but with a but with like a soda kind of maybe more fruity flavor to it sometimes depending yeah. on what you put in it so, I, so- like, I like spicy drinks as weird as that is so I'm like get a little cayenne pepper with some lemon and and oh, oh. man that's
0: that's a really good uh, flavor together with that. Ooh, so, I mean, what are some black brands or flavors besides what you were saying? Honestly, I am not a big uh,
2: – most of the crunchy people, I think, make their own kombucha. Ah. Um, kind of like guess, like micro – people have been micro-brewing brewing their own beer now. But uh, yeah. I, I am not as big into – I don't know the brands. I think the main one that I see around here is Cavita. And that's okay. like uh, – it's probably not going to be considered –
1: where do you um, buy it? Is it in the grocery
2: store? It's like grocery stores. Yeah. Okay. And if you get really good ones, you might go to like a farmer's market where someone kind of makes their own homebrew okay. of that and they sell it.
0: Interesting. I'll have, now, now I'm curious. I've, I've already oh, tried. Yeah. I've already tried. Hey, I don't um, think
2: you're late to the game, Steve. I think... I think uh, Eric Lane is late to the boot. Yeah, game. I
0: am. I am. Well, look, I I have been you know been I've been studying um uh, Scottish Gaelic on on Duolingo, and part of the homework in in pronouncing some of the Gaelic is the uh, I guess the preferred soft drink of Scotland, which is Iron Brew. <laughs> so I went and found Iron Brew in one of the trendier supermarkets here in the state college area and they're right it's it's marvelous although it's like th- three dollars a bot for like a one liter bottle okay but i have fallen in love with iron brew so i've tried that so maybe mm. i'll have kombucha next there
2: you go i've tried some mead recently this year so that i like to get to the other side of my roots in the german area yeah yeah and uh, there would be some parts of england too so Look, uh, I think I can't wait until you try some uh, kombucha just so that we can finally start calling you butch for
0: once. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got a, uh, an Ask Poncho here as well. It says, help, with a good guy, bad date. Uh, look, so it says, like, uh, this is Christine Mary. She says, my friends were making fun of me because I don't want to go on a second date with a good guy for a potentially stupid reason. The story is we went out for drinks, and it was fine. Not great, but fine. We both had a bit to drink. I had a little too much. As we were leaving, I tripped and fell. It wasn't a bad fall. I was completely fine. Actually, it was very funny. Who doesn't laugh at a drunk person stumbling and falling? Especially without injury. Well, this guy didn't think it was funny at all. Not even a chuckle. He was concerned, which is nice, but even I was laughing. I think this is a sign of a lack of a sense of humor. Also, I'm clumsy. Is that a legitimate reason to blow off another date? That's a good call. You know, usually I'm, I'm for giving. Uh, you know, at least two two kind of tries, right? If you're trying out a new church, go at least twice. If mm-hmm. you're, you know, if you're trying a new food or you're trying, because you never know if you know you maybe just kind of cooked that dish kind of maybe poorly the one time or maybe you went on an off week or you know, both of you were nervous cause it was a new date and that's kind of can be weird sometimes. Um, but no sense of humor is a big one. It'd be a big one for me. If Mrs. Pontra didn't laugh at my jokes, then, uh, <laughs> I, I would have probably never even, uh, I, I would have thought she was boring too. So yeah, mm, I'm just going, I, I think you're okay to give them one extra shot there, but I, I, I think I'd be maybe a little choosier on that third date at least.
0: Yeah. Well, it's odd that even this particular uh, question came up because true story, I came home from work the other day and my wife is like back in the bedroom asleep, wrapped up like a cocoon in a blanket. I I said, well, is she sick? And so grandma's here and she says, no, she fell. I'm like, what? (laughs) And she was coming down the basement steps, did not turn the light on. And she missed the bottom step and did a roll and tumble and did a face plant on the floor. <laughs> so, oh, so no, nothing terribly serious, but she did probably like bruise the bone where her teeth are, you know, didn't, she didn't chip a tooth. I said, you could have possibly bit your tongue off or a lip or something, you know, but kind of skip the chin a little bit, you know, but uh, of course, <laughs> after we got the whole, you know trauma was over with We're sitting around the table talking about it And of course you know it's not been but What six months ago her own mother did a, Had a couple of falls One right outside the house because she was Walking the dog and she basically went Head over heels and So we ended up taking her to the emergency room And I said well at least your mother has a knot on her Noggin for that I said you have a long Way to go to catch up with your mother if you're going to keep Falling like this and my, my Wife goes don't even joke about that
2: <laughs> i you know i heard just today that uh that my mom took a fall while uh she was in uh, uh in the mountains in the cab like uh cabin up there in the woods and oh yeah some uneven ground walking down from a waterfall area now luckily she didn't fall over the waterfall but uh <laughs> it was just enough where you know my dad thought that she caught herself and so he's like okay she's good and then the forward momentum followed by the slight decline she just. Continue to fall, fall further forward while well, she kept both her hands up because she didn't want to break the camera in one hand and the phone in the other while well, instead she face plants and skids a little bit on the side and scratches up her glasses a little bit now she's laughing the whole time but she said uh, I think she felt old for the first time whenever everyone around her was actually concerned as opposed to laughing but she was laughing too and so I, I guess that's the real sign that you're getting old. So look, uh, maybe this depends on your age, Christine. If you're a little older, then maybe that's a sign that you're getting a little bit too old to take those kind of stumbles. But if you're young and you're vibrant, then, uh, you know, look, maybe this guy, is, this is a serious drunk or maybe, you know, maybe you're right.
0: I. I think it's funny, the fact that your mother was trying to protect the camera and the phone over her own body. I know.
2: And then instead, she's got to replace one of her lenses and her glasses anyway. So no matter what, there was something expensive that was going to go down.
0: My goodness. Uh, my, well, at least, you know, hey, if you're going to fall, laugh at yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right.
2: And, hey, if you're going to fall, Christine, might as well fall in love.
0: I knew that was coming. (laughs) Well, speaking of stumbling, uh, hopefully you won't stumble (laughs) with our insane game show here oh gosh it's uh
2: well it's hard not to with how stupid some of them are
0: well may- maybe if you're taking anything for your sinuses it might give you some extra uh, a little extra high you know <laughs> not, i wish <laughs> <laughs> are, are, you, are you feeling lucky on any of the categories
2: i uh, are you punk i'm feeling lucky i'm feeling pretty good today actually i finally what? turned a corner there's a turn a new leaf this morning it's if I didn't feel better today, I was going to be pumping myself full of antibiotics, but I think I'm good. So. Well, that's I'm good. A, yeah, I should be pretty stupidity-free, I think, from, from <laughs> the, a couple days from now.
0: Well, that's good. So you want to launch off here with a uh, porn star or weatherman? All right. All right. So well, well, you seem to do pretty good, but let me just warn you, okay? There's going to be yeah. a couple of curveballs on this one, okay? Oh, so. boy, Okay. So just kind of psych yourself out a little bit. All right, I'm going to read you an entertainer's name. You tell me whether it's a porn star or a weatherman. All right. Okay. Here's your first entertainer's name. It is Devin Wolf. Devin Wolf. I
2: um I like uh, Wolf is a strong last name, but I think this is a weatherman here.
0: Oh, it is a porn star. Oh, oh man. So he is a dog in the sack. that's right that's right Uh, and your next entertainer's name is mike morrison
2: mike morrison
0: all right i like the
2: alliteration this is that superhero weatherman kind of vibe for me
0: he is a weatherman at fox tv in toledo all right and your third entertainer's name is brandon weathers Brandon Weathers.
2: I like that Weathers could be a weatherman name, but I think that this is too good to be true. So this is going to be a porn star.
0: He is indeed a weatherman. He (laughs) was destined from
2: birth. Okay.
0: That's right. He's at WDIO in Duluth, Minnesota. And your next entertainer's name is Brandon Iron. (laughs) Brandon
2: Iron. Well, he's pumping something up down there. I think this is a porn <laughs> star.
0: <laughs> ah, that's great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Pumping something up big time. All right. And your, your final entertainer's name, Brandon Spinner. Ooh, a lot of
2: Brandons here. Brandon Spinner. He uh, is Spinner a verb. I'm going to go with a porn star.
0: Mm, I was afraid you would say that. He's actually a weatherman (laughs) at WAFF in Minnesota. So I told you, a few curveballs on that one this time. There are a lot
2: of Minnesotan weathermen.
0: You got that. Well, there's a lot of weather up there, you know. (laughs) That's true. All right. Actually, I heard the forecast today. Here, we have a 100% chance of weather. I was just
2: thinking something.
0: Yes. <laughs> so well. Let's see how you do on Steakhouse or Gay Bar, all right? Okay, give, give me the business name, you tell me Steakhouse or Gay Bar. Your first business name is the Albany Beehive in Albany, Texas. The Albany
2: Beehive, you know, Queen Bee. I'm gonna go with a gay bar,
0: mm. <clears throat> Steakhouse. <Ooh. laughs> Yes. uh, All right. Your second business name, The Corner Pocket in New Orleans, Louisiana.
2: (laughs) This is not the first time I've heard a corner pocket in one of these. I think this could be a gay bar.
0: (laughs) Indeed, a gay bar. Absolutely. Very good. I'm not sure where that pocket is, but we won't go there. (laughs) Right. So your third business name is The Alley in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. (laughs) The Alley. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with
2: the steakhouse on this one.
0: It was oh, good. Okay. You got it. You got it. All right. Very, very good. I, I, I don't know. I could probably go either way. And depending, I guess on I, the neighborhood,
2: I, I, I was going against what I thought it might be because I thought it might have been a trick.
0: Yeah. yeah well, you, you lucked out. Well, here's your fourth business. It's called the standard in Albany, New York.
2: The sta- you know, uh, I think this might be another steakhouse.
0: Indeed, it is a steakhouse Very good That kind of has a, has a high class name to it
2: Oh, oh it does, that's right I was like, uh, well with the alley I was thinking, the alley is probably not a gay bar But it's where you might still go If you want to get a little bit on the street
0: Yeah, yeah, right, right So, And your last business name is in Fort Lauderdale, Florida It's called Hunters Hunters um, I am going to go with a I'm gonna go with
2: a uh, gay bar on this one.
1: Hmm.
0: Very good, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I guess if if they did cocaine, it would be named after the president's son.
2: <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah, or <laughs> Parmesan cheese.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Well, I guess great minds think alike. What can I say? (laughs) Right. So we got a golf course or rehab right now. We'll see how you do on this. So I'll give you the business name. You determine whether it's a golf course or a rehab. We've got your first one, and this one is another one out of the country in Maple, Ontario. It is called Maple Downs. Maple
2: Downs. I'm going to go with a um,
0: golf course that kind of sounds like a golf course too, you know, <laughs> exactly. I'm, they're pretty straightforward in Canada, you know, I guess. that's oh, yeah. a... All right. Your second business name is Walnut Hill in Columbus, Ohio.
2: <laughs> Walnut Hill. I, I think this might actually go for a, um,
0: like a rehab. E-
2: actually it's a
0: golf course you found Ooh. your thrill on walnut hill or something like that i guess <laughs> I don't know. so and your third business palm gardens in brooklyn new york
2: palm gardens um i'm going to actually i think this might be another uh,
0: uh rehab absolutely another rehab very good of course palm garden sounds like it ought to be in florida
2: yeah and i was thinking palm springs might as well be a city that's
0: a whole rehab yeah really in that's california. true california Yeah. So now you got your fourth business from Toledo, Ohio. It's called Heather Downs. Heather Downs. Well,
2: the Downs was working for me earlier, so I'm going to go with another golf course.
0: That's a good shot. That's right. Very good. So, all right. And your last one is The Villages in Irving, Texas. The Villages. I'm going to go
2: with another. I'm going to do a um, rehab on this one.
0: (laughs) It is a rehab. You lived in Irving, Texas, at one point, didn't you? Maybe I, I was. I didn't live in Irving, Texas. I was born in Irving. Ah, molded you know. by Irving. Ah, um, I kept thinking you were born in Erie for some reason. I don't know why. So
2: it's uh It is well. I think that with all the downs, if, if it was maybe like uh, you know
0: Maple Depression, I would think ah, that would definitely be a rehab. That's true. That's true. Well, here's one that we always have fun with with our strip club or daycare. So your first business that you get to make a shot at comes to us from Iowa City, Iowa. Remember, location, location, location. (laughs) Yeah. The name of the business is called Hugs and Kisses.
2: (laughs) I would think that this would probably be a daycare.
0: (laughs) Absolutely a daycare. (laughs) It would be a little awkward if it was a strip club for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm
2: not paying you for hugs.
0: <laughs> All right, your second business, Lil Babes in Nebraska City, Nebraska. Oh gosh,
2: Lil Babes. I um, oh gosh, I feel like the the um, letters really matter because yeah. if this was one or two letters different, then I would go with the opposite answer. But I think this might be another daycare.
0: Yes, it is another daycare. Very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And here, this could be a, a curveball here. Come to us from Atlanta, Georgia. It's called Peaches.
2: <laughs> Move into <laughs> the country. Give ourselves some peaches at a strip club for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Oh, look oh, at that man. Georgia peach, would
2: you? <laughs> right. Shake those <laughs> trees like a Steve Miller, was
0: <laughs> it? Oh, yes. Anyway, all right. Your, third, your fourth business comes to us from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. It's called Paper Moon. Oh,
2: man. Okay, well, I've got a good friend who used to live up there, and so I'd visit there often. Um, definitely doesn't seem like the kind of place that I would see that many strip clubs. I'm going to go with a uh, daycare.
0: Actually, Ooh. it is a strip club, so you need Who to ask your that? friend
2: about that. <clears throat> paper, paper moon. I, paper. Are, are the boobs made out of paper origami <laughs> as well?
0: Either that, or they're mooning somebody. I have no idea. So, but all <laughs> right. Your last business name is comes to us from Chandler, Arizona. It's called Precious Treasures.
2: <laughs> this will be definitely a daycare, I think. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Although if it was a strip club, that would be a bit, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. And last but not least, our fake news are Florida. So we got some good headlines for you to determine whether they're fake or Florida for this week here. Your first headline, a Dade County man was arrested for stealing his daughter's Girl Scout cookie money to pay off his bookie.
2: (laughs) That's so funny. I'm going to go with uh, Florida on this one.
0: (laughs) Well, guess what? It's
1: (laughs) (laughs) fake. Oh, my gosh. It was so perfect. It was so perfect.
2: (laughs) I could see someone doing that for sure.
0: No, don't worry. Give it time. Uh, we, we should call them as either Florida news or future Florida news. That's every
2: every fake news is a future Florida story.
0: Oh, yeah. All right. Your second headline. A Winter Springs woman named Kitty was arrested for stealing dogs.
2: <laughs> I could, yeah, I think this would be Florida.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's definitely got Florida written right all over it. All right. Your third headline <clears throat> a Palm Beach golfer was busted for disorderly conduct after relieving himself in a sand trap. Uh, you
2: know, this sounds a little bit um, too normal. I- I've-, I've seen golf clubs actually that you could kind of secretly hide your thing in there and, and yep. pee in it. It's got a little tube that goes down to the bottom. So you could kind of, you know, sneakily uh, <laughs> relieve yourself out there. Um, I think this might be fake news, though. Mm,
0: very good very sneak a leak i think that sounds like a new name for a public restroom <laughs> right Come on in and sneak a leak. I like that. All right. Your fourth headline. A wanted Florida man was found hiding inside a dishwasher in a South Carolina mobile home.
2: (laughs) I'm going to go with a Florida story, a big old (laughs) Florida story on this one.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's great. And your last story here, your last headline. Police in Braytonton. Say someone donated a loaded grenade launcher to Goodwill.
2: (laughs) Oh, I want to see this to be true. This is Florida. I'm going to go with Florida here. Sure enough, that's right. We like our guns, right? Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. (laughs) That's the best one thing I've heard in a while. Oh, gosh.
0: Head on down to Goodwill, you'll find just about anything.
2: <laughs> if that doesn't say Florida, I don't know what does.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now it didn't. I don't know. Maybe we should all make a trip to Bradenton and see if have some other bargains down there. You know.
2: I, I want to know how much they are charging because I might, I might be looking to buy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's definitely they, they. You could buy it for your next gender reveal party. Oh, I know, right.
2: This is uh this is too good. Or if I, maybe if I'm having a daughter, I could try to convince Mrs. Poncho that it's it's about time we add a a well, rocket launcher to a. You heard about the gender
0: reveal. You heard about the gender reveal party up in was it Maine or wherever, Massett New New Hampshire, that they went to a. Uh, a rock quarry, and, and they, it was so loud, people thought there was an earthquake. I did not hear about that one. <laughs> that was the best one. It turned out to be a boy, and the guy got fined for disturbing the peace.
2: <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> All right, man. Well, have yourself a good week, and good luck with them sinuses. I would still recommend the uh, having them surgically removed. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I will see you up in uh, Pennsylvania probably in about maybe a week and a half or two weeks.
0: Yeah, that's right. So I just noticed, have fun there, uh, Poncho Effer 3000.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's a. Maybe that's what I should start calling Mrs. Poncho from now on. Oh
1: my!
0: You can hear the
2: hesitation. Do I make this joke or not? She won't. She won't hear from it until later. I'm sure It will be good.
0: I I have a feeling that the the, whatever drugs you're taking for the sinuses are working. (laughs) They're kicking in. I know you're probably amazed at the amount of stupidity that's in this world, but you know, somebody has to actually go out and find them and write about them. So, there's no way this podcast could be as stupid as it is without the talented writers from some great places like Mr. Laughs Comedy and Large Media, Premier Prep, Wise Brother Media, Universal Comedy Network, and Pulse of Radio, United Stations Radio Network. Thanks for sticking it out through my stupid world. And if you're feeling a bit crazy, I hope you'll follow me on Facebook or Twitter at Insane Lane and visit InsaneEricLane.com.